Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the art studio. Boy, sure have a lot going on here in the art studio. Uh, all of my own self-creation. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't have any pending deadlines or anything crazy. Just trying to do as much art as I humanly can. I've been awake now about five minutes and I have got the tablet fired up. I've got the objects in my hands to draw with and I am drawing. I'm drawing an outer space man this morning. He's in a big space suit and uh doing that oh gotta take a phone call okay i'm back quick phone call there as the world reaches out to me i'm really looking forward to this new year in some ways always new adventures on the horizon oh i know what i had in my mind today i found this uh youtube video last night where they interview these game designers who are professional, uh, game manufacturers, pardon me, uh, and talk all about making games. And uh, board games we're talking about today, folks, in case this is the very first show you've been listening to. I've been obsessed with making board games for the past two months. And uh, anyway, it's about a two-year cycle for these cats to get a game out into the market. A two-year manufacturing cycle so that after they create the thing after they make it it's two years to bring it to market Wow that is a long commitment but that may be exactly what it takes I was fascinated to listen to this podcast because they were like you know talking about the different things that go right that go wrong I just learned so much about it and for those that are interested and I'm sure there is not one of you who is interested but if you look up board game production seminar at UK Games Expo has less than 200 views (laughs) you can see that video and it's absolutely fascinating I learned so much that and the uh, broken limb podcast Brian Hank his name is he does a podcast there's seven or eight episodes of it right now where he walks us through his entire process as an independent person of making a game. And it's really an interesting, interesting show. I've learned so much from that show. So as I surmised not long ago that it was going to take years to develop something like this, it turns out I was correct. Uh, It really is going to be a process. And you can, you know... Certain things, uh, I don't know, they are, it is what it is, let's just say that. And I'm willing to accept things as they are and work inside those parameters. So it may take a while for me to bring this to market as it does with everything. And from looking at it, now that, you know, I also had a summation, uh, an observation or a, or 
a postulization or an idea, <laughs> let's put it that way, that there wasn't a whole lot of money in games. That you could work for a year, a couple years on a project, and the thing would yield, you know, $4,000 after, you know, tons of shipping and tons and tons of work. That's not a lot of money. Uh, one month's pay for, you know, years and months and years and months of production. Uh, it can't be that. If you're going to get one month's pay, it should be one month's work kind of idea. I don't think you can develop a game in that period of time of any substance. You can make anything. Heck, you could make a graphic novel tomorrow morning if you wanted to. Would it be any good is the question. Would it be worth reading? Would it be something awesome that people, you know, need to have in their collection? <laughs> well, it might take longer than one morning to make something like that. My daughter has grown up so much this past year. It is really incredible. I, I can't even describe... Uh, how far she has come so fast. It's really amazing. Uh, when people grow up, man, they grow up. <laughs> and she is smart as a whip. She's got a great interest in cooking. And I think she's considering, you know, going to cooking school or, or at least learning about it for her own edification, for her own fun. I don't know if it's going to turn into a career for her. I don't know if it's a good career for people. I don't know what a good career for people is anymore, to be honest with you. You know, one of the questions I'm sometimes asked is, hey, what should I go to college for? And I don't know what the safe bet at college is anymore, if there is a safe bet. I, uh, I do not have that information at my fingertips, and boy, I wish I did. I know being educated is better than not being educated. That's for sure. It's an assist, but you don't want to be educated in basket weaving. That's not going to be of any value to you. That's not going to be any help. So choosing what you get yourself educated in is a really big deal. The guy in the spacesuit is coming out good. For those that are interested, I'm drawing him. Uh, start with a very light very very loose sketch what you would call scribbles and uh, from there move right into the full color work every stroke is full color no black and white at all uh, I don't have time if I was to set up everything in black and white and then set it up again and set it up again and set it up again it would take me five years to do this I don't want to do it in five years I want to do it in about a month, and uh, maybe less, and uh, so that's how I'm approaching it. <laughs> I'm going straight to color. So for those who see that work, this is me drawing. Uh, I have posted this online over on my Facebook page, and over in the Artist and Writer Studio, and the Art Studio Podcast Facebook page. So I've put out the first glimpse of this art and this this project. I've created like well over a dozen games here, gang. But I'm not showing you all of them. But I'm going to show you this one. Because this is the one I'm going to complete. This is the one that's going to get published, I hope. 
or at least it's the next iteration. Now, I might abandon this thing and go on to something else that I'm going to publish. This may turn out to be a huge loser. But everything I've learned and everything I've studied right up to this point has told me, and I'm still more convinced than ever, that this is, number one, a good game. It's going to work. It's popular. It has the potential to sell. Uh, and that's really all I can say. There's some potential there. And when I say it's popular, I mean I've choose sort of popular themes and ideas. Uh, you know, I'm not making a uh, game about angry pelicans, even though that might sell really well since Angry Birds has sold crazy. <laughs> There's different flavors of games and styles to creating them, obviously. And for me, this project, you know, I'm trying to wrap my art style, the particular thing I do, into a project that makes sense and I don't know if this makes sense in the dollars and cents thing as I've discussed it ad nauseum here but I'm highly motivated to do it I think it does work for me and my style you know I think that there are certain things my style just lends itself to I think this sort of project the way I've themed it and the way I've created it uh, is a perfect match for my style. Of course, that was the point. I don't know if it's a perfect match, but I think it's a good use of it. So I am just churning away on these paintings of the characters. I've got all these characters I'm creating and all these character cards. And it's turned out uh, to be around, you know, a hundred and 40 full color illustrations which is quite a bit I think for anybody to crank out at any time anyway I'm cranking them out I think right now I'm at somewhere around 80 85 somewhere in there so it's going to be done soon enough I will complete it but completing things is not my issue uh, after I complete it I then have to create some kind of viable idea or plan <laughs> to back it up. And since, you know, I'm the uh, the idiot of marketing, that would be the name of uh, my, my next book, uh, I don't have any advice on how to sell stuff or how to get stuff out there for y'all. So, sorry about that. But, you know, I'm sure there's a method in the way, and, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of folks adept at distribution. You are not listening to one of them. And the older I get and the more I understand everything, the more I understand that that should almost be like your first concern. And then everything else follows that, you know. Uh, if you got that one down, then everything will come together. So, I am uh, not solving that particular thing and not sure I ever will. But in the meantime... While I try, uh, while I lament over not being a marketing genius, I am still willing to sit down here in this chair every day and create what I think is some really cool art. And I know, as it was just pointed out to me not long ago, it's pretty much a fool's errand. It's a, 
if you look at the track record of making comics and books and stuff, uh, not going to do anything. Not supposed to do anything. It's like making kites. And you one day discover that your kite making didn't add up to very much. Well, it was never supposed to. So that's where this is sort of at. I'm not sure there was ever uh, a super viable idea there. Now, yeah, there's people out there like Jason Brubaker who go on Kickstarter and make a book and raise, you know, $100,000 or something or whatever the hell he raised. So far, none of that lightning has struck over here at my, my end of the uh, the beach. But that's okay. I'm not complaining. I just... Realistically, I don't think, you know, my next five graphic novels are going to pull in $100,000. I wish they would. Now, that may not stop me from making them, but I don't think they're going to be a life-changing thing. And so anyway, that reality, and it is a reality for me, is, uh, is something I have to consider. You know, I've we do things because we want to, for emotional reasons. They make us happy. We like exploring the endeavor. There's all kinds of personal growth involved in things, uh, emotional outlets. There's many different ways to approach everything, you know, the why of it and what you get out of it and what ultimately that means for you. The Art Studio podcast, and this is no surprise for those that listen, is not an experiment, but for me it's sort of an experiment trying to understand things. You know, there's people out there, and I know you know this, who think that if you just go on the internet and put up a website or put up a podcast or put up a video, that that then equals wild success and wild popularity, and that people now know all about you and that perhaps you can even parlay that into some kind of money, right? Well. I think you and I know that's not true. Uh, the Art Studio podcast has a listenership of a few hundred, and it goes up and down. But I figure our poor, our core podcast, the actual people out there listening, is probably, let's say, a hundred. And, you know, I've been at this for six years coming up now, consistently making shows. And we have 100 listeners. It didn't go on to 120, 5,000, a million. It, it didn't keep growing and growing and growing just because I was consistent. So you might say to yourself, well, Dan, you've got to do a better show. <laughs> and maybe that's, maybe that's it. Maybe the show itself is just not the kind of show that is going to lend itself ever to being popular based on the way it's set up or the subject matter or me or who the hell knows. But it's obvious that, you know, if let's say I did this another 10 years, okay, and things repeated themselves, well, then we'd have another, you know, 100 listeners. Now we'd be up to 200 people over 10 years. And that's, that's surmising that it's going to grow. And the way I've been looking at the statistics of the podcast over time is the podcast is actually shrinking. It did better a long time ago than it does now. And again, not complaining, just reporting the absolute facts of it as far as listeners. But, you know, listeners is not the true goal of the show. Otherwise, I'd be beating you guys up for iTunes ratings and do this and that and the other. I, it's really not the goal of the show. 
I'd like a few more listeners, but I'd really like to have a more engaging experience for the people who are listening, something that can help them or at least, you know, make their art day a little more fun uh, to, you know, participate in or live through. Anyway, that's my thinking about all that. I just wanted to uh, put that out there. <laughs> I uh, The podcast is a great form of self-expression for me, and I do it uh, for that. I'm not some altruistic uh, you know, saint or anything. I do it because I enjoy the self-expression. It's a good thing. But I've had to accept... Uh, you know, all kinds of realities, not just in this podcast, but in everything in life. You know, you'd think if, uh, let's say we did like a daily show, would that change things? Actually, I think the one of the biggest shifts was when I did the daily daily shows about a month back in November or so. There was like I... I attempted to do like a daily show. I did like 24 in a row, I think. Well, that series of shows pretty much killed the show. I took a large audience and cut it down to a fourth with that series of shows. And that was pretty much the the big sword for that right there. So I don't know. I must have done something wrong on that series. So for me then, being consistent and doing a daily show seems to be the exact opposite of what people want. Uh, a show done intermittently once a while, once in a while gets much more ratings than a frequent show. You know, for example, I've done a couple shows this week. They will get hardly any people listening to them at all. Uh, and, you know, I could fault the content to a point. I could say everybody's busy. The world's a busy place. Not everybody's going to be hanging on my every mutterings and musings, and I get that. And uh, maybe it's just that simple. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe there's nothing more to be said than that. You know, the world's a busy place, and you know, it's a lot of competition for people's entertainment and time. And you know, if I make 20 podcasts, it's not going to like everyone's going to listen to all 20 of them. So that's what I've learned. It seems like the more content I produce. Uh, the actual less uh, people seem to interact with it or, or, or listen to it. So that's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> oh, this guy in the spacesuit is really coming out good. I'm pleased. I have got a guy in a complete spacesuit during the time we have been chatting together. By the way, uh, if you are interested in seeing some of this art, and you're thinking, well, he's been chattering on about this game art and so on. I need to go see this. Like I said, you can pop over to Facebook and uh, check it out. If you're not on Facebook, go to customartandportraits.com, and I have a couple, I have one example, I think, up in the... Uh, portfolio. I think there's a new color piece up there right now that's from this series. And you can see the game art that I'm working on. You can see what it looks like for those that want to. I'm not saying you should or you need to or in any way need to interact with me on the art. Uh, 
just mentioning it that if you are interested, it is out there. I'm fascinated by by color now. You know, now that I'm painting or trying to paint, quote unquote. You know, the whole thing's an obsession with light and color and the way light bounces off things and reflected light and this light and you know, the truth of it is you got to paint things as they how can I say it? It's almost like an abstract kind of thing where, you know, if you're up close to the thing, it looks like nothing. But if you walk back 10 feet, you can now really see what the hell it is, you know, kind of idea. All the colors kind of run together the way certain artists do that. So that's sort of the way my style's been coming. Uh, it seems to be getting more abstract. Uh, and yet it's all about the light and the color as it reflects off things. So rather than drawing in line, I'm drawing sort of like in reflected light and color. But actually that's not drawing at all. That's just painting. It's like taking a pastel and just sort of rubbing it on the canvas and making reflected light and color. That's literally what I am doing with the art here. Uh, that's, that's where I'm going with it. Anyway, I got a full day in my art studio. I got tons of art to create. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day in your art studio. Hope the art comes out well. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, the long-term view. You know, I can definitely plan for a couple years. If it's going to take a couple years for me to produce this thing, so be it. Then that's what it will be. And I may only get to produce the one. You know, sort of with the movie thing, I want to do my best that I can. Now, it's interesting to note that the making of the game has been pointed out that is exactly, exactly like making a movie. Uh, in as much as you need a huge economy of scale, you need a huge team uh, to do it, and without all that, without the huge team, without the big company, it's nearly impossible to do a decent job with it and or bring it to market in any kind of way that is going to make money or make sense. So I thought I would mention that because <laughs> it's important to mention. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I might literally be putting a lot of time and energy into something that does absolute zero for me and I'm contemplating you know years and then you know two you know two years from now I'm sitting there with you know I've sold a thousand copies of this game and you know they're sitting all over my house and they're in a storage unit somewhere and uh, you know what does all that mean to me <laughs> <laughs> well, is is this success? Is this what I wanted? Am I now happy? You know, did I get what I wanted? <laughs> you know, is is this what I wanted? And now I have it so I can sleep nights. And I don't know, you know, if the goal is to be a huge financial success and be smart with my time, this is probably not the project. But here's what I say to myself. Then what is the project? What do you want to do? What, what it is going to make money, and I have no freaking clue uh, how to answer that question. And it's so funny. I meet so many people who always seem to have all the answers, 
but uh, I'll be damned, you know. I speak English, they speak English, but I can't seem to hear what, what they're saying over there, and I wish I could. I wish I could pull that amazingly uh, smart information out of them, you know. How do I make this work? Is there something I should be doing different, you know? What would that thing be? What would it look like? How would I approach it differently, you know? And just saying, hey, you know, making projects is useless. You're not going to get anywhere. Well, that's a fact. I, I agree with that. I'm not going to get anywhere. But so what do I do then? I just get up in the morning and watch Oprah or, you know, sit in my house. I mean, if I don't try or do it, what does, you know, I don't know, you know. I often think about Harvey Kurtzman. He hung up his paintbrush and his art for the most part because he couldn't sell it anymore and make a living. So he didn't just make projects for himself. He made art commercially. And if he couldn't make it commercially and sell it, he didn't make art. So for many years and thousands and thousands of days, he never picked up a paintbrush and made art. He just didn't do it. And, uh, so there was years then during what could be considered his most productive, best times, you know, where he didn't make art. And that seems to me to be a waste. Like during the very best years you've, you know, you have, you don't make art because there's no one, you know, giving you a paycheck. Well, I may never get a paycheck again for art. Does that mean I'm never going to make any amazing art again? Uh, I hope the answer is no. I mean, I understand that making money is super, super important. But it surely can't be the only reason for making art. Now, it's one of them. And so maybe my art then is always just a hobby, glorified hobby, where I sit around and I get to make my art and my cartoons and stuff. And, you know, it's never going to equal into a big paycheck. That's fine. That's fine. But I'm, I don't want to stop doing it, even though... I can see the futility in it. You know, the problem is everybody equates art with, you know, how much money did you make off it? Well, no one ever says, you know, did you teach a kid to read or did you go bowling today? How much money did you make off of bowling? You know, some people just go bowling just for fun. It doesn't have to be about making money. So maybe art is just really about emotional satisfaction and fun for me and not about making money and I can try and I can try to you know turn it into projects and things that make money but that doesn't mean it's going to and boy the difference between you know maybe what if and so on is big but defining my expectations I think is super important Therefore, I'm not blindsided two years from now by the fact that the thing has done very little. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, hey, this thing didn't make any money. No kidding, Sherlock. It was never supposed to. It was never going to. If anything, it's a fantastic showcase for my art and maybe little else. You know, it'd be wonderful if some big company would come along and, you know, throw a pile of money at me for making art but so far as we know that has not happened <laughs> and I hope someday it does happen for me <laughs> well I apologize to anyone uh, out there uh, who's bored by today's show uh, it is sort of a rambling 
kind of deal, and I don't really have any incredible smart insights for y'all today. But I did want to get on and chat with y'all and tell you that I'm creating and I'm cranking away on these full-color illustrations of characters for the character cards for the game. And I'm, for the most part, very pleased. I think that the uh, the work is coming out really good. I like how it looks. And, you know, at this point, it's the best I can do now. And there's always plenty of people who do it better than me. But this is what I'm doing now, and uh, I find it very exciting. And I really, really am enjoying it. That's something else I need to report is irregardless of what happens I'm really enjoying the process of creating this art and that's really important to note I'm not digging a ditch I'm not tortured uh, I am frustrated by my lack of marketing ability and ability to bring my work to market or to sell it effectively sometimes it's very frustrating for me but you know that's that's the way it is it's it's part of it too Nothing is just handed to you or comes easy or comes in a straight line. You have to work hard for every single thing. That is the fact. I hope all of you have a fantastic day in your art studio. Carry on. Keep creating. And I'll be back here before you know it, chattering on about one thing or another. Okay? Have a great day. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.